all living organism performs various life processes necessary for the organism to maintain its life energy is required to carry out these activities for their survival the basic life processes common to all living organisms are nutrition respiration transportation and excretion some of these processes we are going to discuss in this chapter we start with nutrition nutrition is a process by which an organism obtains nutrients from food and utilizes them to obtain energy building and repairing of their tissues nutrients are defined as the substances required for proper growth and maintenance of a living body these are the material which provide energy to an organism if we discuss the mode of nutrition we have two mode of nutrition's autotrophic and heterotrophic autotrophic nutrition when we discuss this autotroph comes in our mind yes autotrophs which can make their own food example green plants and some bacteria by the process of photosynthesis in photosynthesis green plants they use carbon dioxide and water and they turn this into the glucose in presence of sunlight and chlorophyll if we just check the chemical reaction we will get 6co2 plus 12h2o in presence of sunlight and chlorophyll gives glucose c6h12o6 plus 6h2o plus 6o2 carbohydrates are utilized for providing energy to the plant the remaining carbohydrates which are not used immediately are stored in the form of starch it serves the internal energy reserve and it's used by the plant whenever required if we just check the steps of photosynthesis so there are the three steps the first absorption of light energy by chlorophyll second conversion of light energy into chemical energy and splitting of water molecules into hydrogen and oxygen third reduction of carbon dioxide to carbohydrates these all steps may or may not take place one after the other immediately for example desert plant take up carbon dioxide at night but night there is no sunlight so they prepare an intermediate compound which acted upon by the energy absorbed during the day by the chlorophyll and what is the site of photosynthesis yes it's a chloroplast chloroplast contain a green pigment called chlorophyll and leaves are green because of this chlorophyll and when you check the lower surface of the sea leaves you will find the tiny pores there which called the stomata stomata play a very important role in process of transpiration and exchange of gases what are the condition necessary for photosynthesis do you know one is sunlight and another is chlorophyll and the raw material for photosynthesis are carbon dioxide and water if all are present the process takes place very smoothly and if we talk about the heterotrophic nutrition 
in this nutrition the organism cannot prepare food on their own heterotrophs obtain energy from organic molecules already produced by the autotrophs maybe uh, this process can be a holozoic nutrition like maybe you have seen in amoeba that amoeba has a finger like projection and it called pseudopodia with the help of pseudopodia it angles the food when it comes in contact with its cell surface by ingestion and uh, after digestion undigested food can be eliminates by ejection process and in the holozoic nutrition the complex food molecules are taken in and then broken down into the simpler and soluble molecules whereas in saprophytic nutritions organism which feed upon dead organic matter and these breaking down complex material outside the body and absorbing example fungi yeast bacteria now parasitic nutrition parasites are the organism having uh, they depend or they live either on or inside the body of other organism means host to obtain their nutrition without killing them example plasmodium lees leech tapworm etc in next class we will discuss nutrition in human beings physics teacher and today i am going to start your first topic of physics and name of the topic is electricity the word electricity whenever you heard you think about the current right and you say that sir we have seen that in our home or everywhere around us whatever the te- technology or electronics things are there they works due to this electricity or due to the current but actually how it produces what is electricity what is, how the current is produced still we are not knowing just we know that there is a current the word electricity we know but in this topic we are actually going to learn what is electricity what is current how it is produced and uh, what causes the current okay so this will be a very interesting topic for you so let's start with the topic first thing we will study what is electricity how we can define electricity okay so it is very simple already you know there are two types of charges positive charge and negative charge right or wrong what is charge charge is a fundamental particle in an atom atom consists of positive charge and negative charge in that if you take a negative charge then we know negative charge is a electron which sets in a motion whenever an external energy is provided so listen again whenever the external energy is provided to electron it starts moving and because of moving charges the current is produced 
and now listen here moving charges produces a current and study related to moving charges is called as electricity so student what is electricity study related to moving charges or study of moving charges is called as electricity now you will say sir why to study this topic then i will say that whatever technology right now you are using your uh, whatever the home appliance electronic appliance you are using that works because of current and if you don't study about the current then you will not know the uh, fact behind the working of this appliance how this appliances works this appliances works due to current and current is produced due to moving charges so you see that whenever you use a appliances electronic appliances there is a wire which connects that appliances and immediately when you on the switch it starts why it is so because from that wire the electron flows which creates a current and current is required to start your appliances whatever it may be like laptop fridge tv whatever it is your gadgets all this works because of current so there is a actual need that how this happens what is uh, physics behind it so this should be studied by each and every student to know the fact behind the working of this electronic appliances okay very good so let's start with the topic electricity again electricity is nothing but study of motion of charges okay is it clear yes very good now let's start with the first point of our topic that is charge let's study what is charge in detail already you know charge is a fundamental particle of an atom it may be positive or negative and you also know that like charges repel each other unlike charges attract each other this is known to you very simple now the scientist named coulomb who discovered the charge okay gave the si unit of that charge how it can be measured or what is the si unit for that so he said that coulomb will be the si unit of charge his name he has okay and he said that the one coulomb consists of 6 into 10 raised to 18 electron what he said one coulomb charge consists of 6 into 10 raised to 18 electron take a note that one coulomb is equals to 10 raised 6 into 10 raised to 18 electron it means ahead of 6 there are 18 zeros see how much big value it is so if you calculate this value 6 into 10 raised to 18 you will get a particular number and that number electrons contributes one coulomb for example you say na 1 kg is equal to 1000 gram like this it okay yes and you know what is the charge on one electron the charge on one electron is 1.6 into 10 raised to minus 19 coulomb charge on one electron one single electron 
so you can see the value charge on one electron is 1.6 into 10 raised to minus 19 coulomb then what is the charge on two electron just you have to multiply it by 2 2 into 1.6 into 10 raised to minus 19 coulomb so this is what he have explained okay okay now okay now we have seen charge okay already seen about the charge now let's start with the current what is current so to understand the current we will mostly focus on a negative charge that is electron so again i am saying to produce current the charge that is electron should move or should set in motion and then and then only current will produce so what will be the definition of current rate of flow of charges what is the definition of current rate of flow of charges okay why we are using word rate because charges we are going to relate with the time so whenever the time is there we name it as a rate again what is current rate of flow of charges whenever the charges flow and if you take with respect to time then it is called as current so you can write the formula for the current as current is equals to charge upon time current is equals to charge upon time and current is denoted symbolically as a i charge as a capital q and time as a t so formula for the current is i is equals to q by t is it okay very good now next question is what is again si unit of current as we have seen si unit of charge is coulomb now what is the si unit of current it is ampere ampere is the name of the scientist who has given his name for the current si unit of current is ampere and it is denoted symbolically as a capital a very good so whenever this current is produced if you want to measure the current we use a device and name of that device is called ammeter so ammeter measures a current okay yes so this was whole thing about the current is it clear yes very good now let's move ahead with the third point that is potential difference what is the third point potential difference which is denoted as capital V and potential difference is called also called as a voltage okay now what is potential difference so let us first consider let us take an example let us consider that there is a charge okay either it may be positive charge or negative charge okay suppose the charge is at a particular point A and if you move that charge from A point to B point then you have to apply a force to move that charge right or wrong from A to B yes very good and whenever we apply a force to move a charge from A point to B point the displacement is done so you know that force into displacement is nothing but the work done to understand the potential difference we should uh, understand what is work okay so let's see what is the definition of potential difference 
potential difference is nothing but work done to move a unit charge from one point to another point what is potential difference work done to move a unit charge that is single charge from one point to another point very simple so how you can write a formula potential is denoted by v work is denoted by w and charge is denoted by q so v is equals to w by q very easy v is equals to w by q yes si unit of potential difference will be volt what is the si unit again volt okay it is denoted by capital v now question is sir what is 1 volt so what is 1 volt to understand 1 volt let us consider that when 1 joule of work is done in carrying 1 coulomb charge then the potential difference is 1 volt how we can define 1 volt when 1 joule of work is done in carrying 1 coulomb charge then potential difference is 1 volt because v is equals to w by q so 1 v is equals to 1 w by 1 q that is 1 volt now question is how this potential difference or voltage is measured the potential difference or voltage is measured with the help of a device or a instrument is called as voltmeter it is called as voltmeter is the instrument which measures the potential difference yes so students in today's lecture we have seen that what is charge what is current and what is potential difference okay so today we will stop here thank you hello students i am juhi chabria your science teacher Today we will know more about acid bases and salts. If you just check your day-to-day -day life, you will get a lot of examples of acid bases and salt which we use. For example, citric acid, tartaric acid, vinegar, acetic acid, same way for bases like toothpaste, soaps, detergents. shampoo even for salts like sodium chloride baking soda washing soda etc so when we just see the properties of acids we find acids are sour in taste whereas bases are bitter in taste now the question comes how do acids and bases react with metals so when metal when metal react with the acid and bases they release gas can you think what kind of gas they release yes hydrogen and we can confirm the presence of hydrogen by pop up sound activity when metal carbonates and metal hydrogen carbonates they react with acids they also produce a gas which is carbon dioxide and we can confirm the carbon dioxide presence by lime water test 
If lime water turns milky, means carbon dioxide is present. Now, what will happen when acids and bases react with each other? We will get salt and water, and they nullify their effects. It means what we will get? Salts, neither acids nor bases, and this kind of reaction called neutralization reaction. For example, NaOH react with HCl to give NaCl plus H2O. Now, how uh, we will come to know the acid is strong or weak with the help of indicators we can find out given substances acid or base even we can find out the strength with the help of universal indicator for example ph uh, in our life there is so much importance of ph for example in our digestive system too much acids are produced and whenever we face acidity what we will do we take antacids like milk of magnesia which reduces the acidity by neutralizing it same way in tooth decay whenever we chew the food leftover food uh, left leftover food is converted into acids by bacteria due to which the result will be tooth decay but as we know the toothpaste is basic in nature it neutralizes its effect and uh, this is advice that we should brush our teeth by toothpaste self defense by animals and plant through chemical warfare maybe bee stings or ants they leave formic acid in our skin and we find so much irritation but when we apply baking soda we get relief again neutralization reaction so here we know the importance of neutralization reaction and if we just talk about the salt we cannot imagine our life without salts very important common salt which we get from sea water nacl and a number of products we can make by using nacl one is nuh called the sodium hydroxide chlorine and hydrogen by chlor alkali process and we can get bleaching powder by using chlorine formula of bleaching powder is caocl2 and we use bleaching powder for making drinking water germ free it is it can be used as a oxidizing agent and in paper industries and textile industry we use bleaching powder baking soda when you have the cake pastries dokla and pakoda even this soda makes the things very crispy and soft why because it releases carbon dioxide when nacl react with h2nco2 baking soda is made and this baking soda when we heat it convert into the washing soda or sodium carbonate and washing soda we use for washing the clothes and plaster of paris whenever we get fracture in our hand the doctor apply plaster do you know what it is that's a plaster of paris we call it pop 
The formula of plaster of Paris is CSO4 dot half H2. When it react with the water, one and half H2, it converted into the gypsum. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Hello students. Today we will know more about metals and non-metals. Physical properties of metals. Metals are strong and hard except sodium and potassium. Metals are lustrous and sonorous. Metals are malleable and ductile. Metals have high melting and boiling point. They are good conductor of heat and electricity. Non-metals are brittle in nature, non-malleable, non-ductile with low melting and boiling points. Non-metals are bad conductor of electricity except graphite. Non-metals are non-sonorous, non-lustrous except iodine and graphite. Now we will discuss about chemical properties of metals. What happens when metals are burned in air? Almost all metals combine with oxygen to form metal oxides. For example, 2Cu plus O2 gives 2Cu copper oxide. Most metal oxides are insoluble in water, but some of these dissolve in water to form alkalis. Sodium oxide and potassium oxide dissolve in water to produce alkalis. Metals such as potassium and sodium react so vigorously that they catch fire if kept in the open. Hence, to protect them and to prevent accidental fires, they are kept immersed in kerosene oil. What happens when metal react with water? Metal reacts with water and produce a metal oxide and hydrogen gas. For example, 2Na plus 2H2 gives 2NaOH plus H2. What happens when metal reacts with acids? Metal react with acid to form salt and hydrogen. How do metal react with solution of other metal salt? Reactive metals can displace less reactive metal from their compounds in solution or molten form. For example, if we keep iron nail in copper sulfate solution, so we, we can observe displacement reaction here and we will get iron sulfate plus copper or general way we can understand by reaction metal A plus salt solution of B gives salt solution of A plus metal B. Its displacement reactions depend on the reactivity series. If we just check the reactivity of metals, we get a sequence potassium, sodium, calcium, magnesium, 
aluminium zinc iron lead hydrogen copper mercury silver gold platinum so this is reactivity series from most reactive to least reactive how do metals and non metals react metals can uh, give electrons for getting stability whereas non metal accept electrons for getting stability and they form ionic bond for example na configuration is 281 it form na positive 28 chlorine 287 when it takes one electron it form cl negative so na gives one electron to cl to form ionic bonding nacl same way magnesium chloride mgcl2 properties of ionic compounds physical nature ionic compounds are solid and hard strong force of attraction between the positive and negative ions they have very high melting and boiling point this is because a considerable amount of energy is required to break the strong interionic attraction solubility electrovalent compounds are soluble in water and insoluble in solvent such as kerosene petrol etc ionic compound in the solid state do not conduct electricity but movement of ions in the solid is not possible due to their rigid structure but ionic compound conduct electricity in the molten state this is possible in the molten state since the electrostatic force of attraction between the oppositely charged ions are overcome due to heat thus the ions move freely and conduct electricity i hope you enjoyed this lesson thank you hello students today we will know about how do organism reproduce reproduction is the ability of a living organism to produce new individual similar to them it is essential for continuation of life on earth addition of new species replacement of dead organisms transfer of variation from one generation to another there are mainly two types of reproduction asexual and sexual first we will know about asexual reproduction this process is very common in unicellular organism it is a rapid mode of multiplication the new individuals produced after cell division are always genetically identical a single parent is involved modes of asexual reproduction fission the process of reproduction by which a unicellular organism splits into two or more than two separate daughter cells is called fission fission can be binary or fission can be multiple fission 
बाइनरी फॉर एग्जाम्पल अमीबा इन दिस पेरेंट ऑर्गेनिज्म डिवाइड्स इंटू टू आइडेंटिकल डॉटर ऑर्गेनिज्म वेयर एस इन मल्टीपल फिशन लाइक इन प्लाज्मोडियम पेरेंट ऑर्गेनिज्म डिवाइड इंटू मैनी आइडेंटिकल डॉटर ऑर्गेनिज्म नेक्स्ट मैथड इज फ्रेगमेंटेशन इट इज अ टाइप ऑफ ए सेक्शुअल रिप्रोडक्शन ऑब्जर्व इन मल्टी सेलुलर ऑर्गेनिज्म लाइक फिलामेंटस एलगी स्पाइरोगाइरा दीज ऑर्गेनिज्म ऑन मैचुरेशन ब्रेकअप इंटू टू और मोर स्मॉल फ्रेगमेंट्स और पीसेस ईच फ्रेगमेंट सब्सिक्वेंटली ग्रोज टू अ फॉर्म अ कंप्लीट न्यू ऑर्गेनिज्म नेक्स्ट मैथड इज रीजनरेशन रीजनरेशन इज अ टाइप ऑफ ए सेक्शुअल रिप्रोडक्शन इन विच द डेवलपमेंट ऑफ अ न्यू ऑर्गेनिज्म ऑकर्स फ्रॉम जस्ट अ ब्रोकन और कट पार्ट ऑफ पेरेंट ऑर्गेनिज्म The best example to understand regenerations are planaria and starfishes. Budding. It is a type of asexual reproduction where in a daughter organism is formed from a small projection known as bud. It develops as an outgrowth due to repeated cell division on the parent body. For example, hydra vegetative propagation it is a type of asexual plant reproduction in which new plants are obtained from a part of parent plant it may be root shoot or leaves for example roots example is sweet potato stem example is potato leaves example bryophyllum all these method known as natural vegetative propagation the property of vegetative propagation is used in cutting layering and grafting these are known as method of artificial vegetative propagation spore formation spore formation is also a type of asexual reproduction here living cells or spores have the ability to germinate and give rise to a new colony of daughter organisms the spores are covered by thick walls that protect them when they come into contact with some moist surface like soil and can begin to grow so these all method of asexual reproduction today we talk now we will discuss the sexual reproduction in flowering plants a flower comprises of four main parts sepal petal stamen and carpel stamen and carpel are the reproductive parts of the flower stamen it is a male reproductive part of a flower a single flower may have a number of stamens in it anther is a bilobe structure containing pollen grains carpel is a female reproductive part which is comprises of stigma style and ovary when the pollination takes place means the transfer of pollen grains from the anther of the stamen to the stigma of a flower this term is known as pollination the pollination usually occurs in two ways self pollination and cross pollination pollination is followed by fertilization in plants 
it is the process of fusion of male germ cells with a female gamete gives rise to zygote and the fertilization in flowering plant takes place and after zygote formation it turns into seeds whereas ovary rapidly grows and ripens as fruit so here we discuss today the asexual method and the sexual reproduction in flowers in new chapter we will know the sexual reproduction in human beings thank you hello students today we will know about sexual reproduction in human beings human beings reproduce by sexual method after attaining puberty it is a period during adolescence when reproductive organ starts developing that is testes in male and ovary in female and become functional that is attain sexual maturity in both girls and boys specific changes can take place during this reproductive phase human reproductive system the actual transfer of germ cells between two people needs special organs for the sexual act we will know about male reproductive system and its parts the male reproductive system consists of different parts they produce the germ cell and deliver the germ cell to the site of fertilization testes it is uh, testes are paired oval shaped male sex organ produces a male sex hormone called testosterone which brings about changes in appearance of boys at puberty scrotum small pouch that contains testes present outside the abdominal cavity as sperms are produced here this require a lower temperature than the normal body temperature vast difference tube like structure which connect testes to the urethra in order to allow the passage of semen urethra common passage for both the sperms and urine it never carries both of them at the same time it secretes seminal fluid and nutrients prostate gland and seminal vesicle fluid and nutrients combine with sperm to form semen milky viscous fluid contains fructose protein and other chemicals for nourishing and stimulating sperms penis is a external male genital organ Sperms are tiny motile bodies that use their longer tail to move through the female reproductive tract. Now we will know about female reproductive system and its parts. Ovaries. Ovaries are paired oval shaped organs located in the abdominal cavity near the kidney. It produces thousands of ova or egg cells. Secretes female sex hormones like estrogen and progesterone oviduct it is a funnel shaped opening near the ovary carries ova or egg from the ovary to the uterus it is a site of fertilization these open into uterus from both the sides uterus hollow pear shaped bag like structure 
here the growth and development of fetus takes place cervix this is the lower and narrower portion of uterus which opens into the vagina vagina receives the sperm from the male partner serves as the birth canal fertilization the fusion of male and female gamete is known as fertilization the fertilization process takes place in the oviduct or fallopian tube fertilization only occurs if the egg is present in the oviduct then fusion of male and female gamete takes place to form a zygote zygote undergoes various mitotic division to form an embryo the embryo sinks down and reaches into the soft and thick lining of uterus the placenta grows into a disc between the uterine wall and the embryo to provide glucose and oxygen the developing embryo also generate waste substances these can be removed by transferring them into the mother's blood through the placenta the development of child inside the body inside the mother's body takes approximately 9 months in human then strong rhythmic muscular contraction in the uterus causes childbirth to take place if the egg is not fertilized what will happen then that egg will discharge from the body with the help of blood and mucus in females ovary release ovum or egg once every 28 days from the age of puberty this is called menstruation now significance of sexual reproduction sexual mode of reproduction involves a process of combining dna from two different individuals it result in the reestablishment of the number of chromosomes and the dna content in the new generation it leads to a new combination of genes in gametes due to this reshuffling reshuffling genetic variation occurs it promotes diversity of traits characteristics in the new generation reproductive health can be defined as a state of physical mental and social fitness to lead a healthy reproductive life birth control the method used to prevent the occurrence of pregnancy are called contraceptive method these can be barrier hormonal chemical and surgical sexually transmitted disease are caused by different pathogen transmitted by intimate contact between a healthy person and an infected person the most commonly transmitted sexual disease include gonorrhea and syphilis which are caused by bacteria viral infections such as warts and hiv aids thank you हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू फिजिक्स ऑडियो चैनल टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू स्टार्ट विद द थर्ड पार्ट ऑफ इलेक्ट्रिसिटी इन द लास्ट पार्ट दैट इज सेकंड पार्ट वी हैव सीन अबाउट द कंपोनेंट्स ऑफ इलेक्ट्रिक सर्किट व्हाट आर द यूजेस ऑफ दैट कंपोनेंट्स हाउ द इलेक्ट्रिक सर्किट इज मेड व्हाट इज ओम्स लॉ हाउ इट एक्सप्लेन्स अबाउट द वोल्टेज करंट and resistance relation now in this third part let's start with the resistance let us try to understand what is resistance what is resistivity 
on what factor this resistance depends how we can combine this resistors okay multiple resistors to get different different output uh then we can see uh, then we are going to see joule's law of heating and at the last we are going to see what is power okay so let's start with first point that is what is resistance okay once again i am saying what is resistance see students resistance is denoted by capital r it is the property of conductor to resist the flow of charges through it once again i will repeat it is the property of conductor to resist the flow of charges through it it means resistance opposes the flow of current it resists the flow of current resistance is like a speed breaker we know when we travel a car along a road speed breaker is the one who decrease the speed of our vehicle likewise resistance is the property of conductor to resist the flow of charges or we can say to flow of resist the flow of current okay resistance si unit is ohm resistance si unit is ohm okay now in the last part we have seen according to ohm's law v is equals to ir voltage is the product of current into resistance so here resistance will be v upon i so formula for resistance is v upon i is it clear okay now the important thing which i want to tell you is that how to define 1 ohm okay so we can say that when potential difference is 1 volt and current through the circuit is 1 ampere the resistance is said to be 1 ohm i repeat when potential difference is 1 volt and current through the circuit is 1 ampere then the resistance is 1 ohm okay now one more point i want to tell you that is rheostat what is rheostat okay rheostat is a instrument which is also called as a variable resistance it is a component used to regulate current without changing the source of voltage once again i am telling you rheostat is also called as a variable resistance it is a component used to regulate current without changing the source of voltage means it is also or it is also acts as a resistance it is a variable resistance okay means the value of resistance here we can vary with the help of rheostat okay so it is called as a variable resistance now the next point is factor on which resistance of a conductor depends means on what factor resistance depends so first point is 
रेजिस्टेंस इज डायरेक्टली प्रोपोर्शनल टू लेंथ ऑफ कंडक्टर दैट मीन्स इफ लेंथ ऑफ कंडक्टर इंक्रीजेस रेजिस्टेंस ऑल्सो इंक्रीजेस डायरेक्टली प्रोपोर्शनल इज लाइक इफ वन फैक्टर इंक्रीजेस अनदर फैक्टर ऑल्सो इंक्रीजेस सो रेजिस्टेंस डिपेंड्स ऑन लेंथ ऑफ कंडक्टर सेकेंड पॉइंट इट इज इनवर्सली प्रोपोर्शनल टू द एरिया ऑफ क्रॉस सेक्शनल इनवर्सली इज लाइक इफ वन फैक्टर इंक्रीजेस अनदर फैक्टर डिक्रीजेस सो हियर रेजिस्टेंस इज इनवर्सली प्रोपोर्शनल टू क्रॉस सेक्शनल एरिया सो इफ क्रॉस सेक्शनल एरिया डिक्रीजेस रेजिस्टेंस इंक्रीजेस इफ क्रॉस सेक्शनल एरिया इंक्रीजेस रेजिस्टेंस डिक्रीजेस ओके सो इनवर्सली प्रोपोर्शनल फैक्टर इज देयर क्रॉस सेक्शनल एरिया इज द वन थ्रू विच करंट इज गोइंग टू पास इट इज द एरिया थ्रू विच करंट इज गोइंग टू पास ओके द थर्ड पॉइंट इज रेजिस्टेंस इज डायरेक्टली प्रोपोर्शनल टू टेम्परेचर इफ यू इंक्रीज द टेम्परेचर ऑफ द कंडक्टर एटोमेटिकली रेजिस्टेंस इंक्रीजेस इफ इट इंक्रीज द टेम्परेचर रेजिस्टेंस डिक्रीजेस ओके एंड द लास्ट पॉइंट ऑन विच रेजिस्टेंस डिपेंड इज नेचर ऑफ मटेरियल मीन्स नेचर ऑफ मटेरियल मीन्स सपोज इफ द मटेरियल इज कॉपर ओके देन वी कैन सी दैट द कॉपर हैज पर्टिक्युलर रेजिस्टेंस ओके एंड इफ यू टेक अनदर मटेरियल लाइक आयन देन आयन हैज इट्स ओन रेजिस्टेंस so if we change the material that is nature of material resistance changes okay so this was all about resistance now let's start with the next point that is resistivity what is resistivity resistivity first resistivity is denoted by rho it is defined as resistance offered by a cube of material of side 1 meter when current flows perpendicular to its opposite faces okay and the formula for calculating resistivity is rho is equals to ra upon l rho is equals to ra upon l and this resistivity is constant it is a proportionality constant okay it depends upon what we can say the nature of material and a temperature resistivity depends upon nature of material and a temperature if we change the nature of material resistivity will change if we change the temperature of the material resistivity will change the si unit of resistivity is ohm meter is it clear now let's start with the next point now listen here students already we have seen what is resistance okay actually resistance is created by a component and name of the component is resistor okay now what we are going to see we are going to see about how we can combine multiple 
registers to change the output or to change the value of resistors resistance to change the value of resistance by making a different different combination for example if we move in the lab and in the lab there is a requirement of having a particular value of resistance that is 10 ohm but we have only 25 ohm resistance or resistor okay 25 ohm now what we should do we want a 10 ohm resistor okay so we are going to combine them together as addition 5 plus 5 10 so that combination okay in which we are thinking of adding 5 plus 5 it is called as a series so in a series we can increase the resistance by the combination so there are two types of combination one is series and one is parallel okay now you will say sir what is series combination and what is parallel combination let's start with it okay let's start with the first type or first combination that is resistors in series resistors in series okay now listen here when two or more resistors are connected end to end such arrangement is called as a series combination end to end means like a train you know how the uh, engine of train is connected with bogies by end to end okay so if we make a such combination of resistors then such combination is called as a resistors in series now you will say sir what happens when we are when we connect this resistors multiple resistors in series then first thing happens is resistance increases resistance gets add up okay because length goes on increasing or we can say number of resistance are added in a row after one another so total effective resistance is increase and is written by addition okay next whenever we make a series combination of this resistors the current flowing through the circuit remains same current flowing through the circuit remains same and what happens with the voltage then voltage divides across each resistor it depends upon resistor value and finally when it get divides with each resistor we can add all that voltage together and we can calculate a total voltage okay so three things happens here when we connect the resistors in series first thing is resistance increases current remains same voltage divides okay and it can calculated by making a sum of each voltage across the particular resistors okay so in a lab as i have told you if you want a 10 ohm resistance but you have 25 ohm resistance with you or resistors with you then you can make a series combination of phi and phi 
there in a series combination first resistor value and second resistor value will get add up and you as a combined effect you will get it as a 10 ohm okay yes now let's start with the second type second combination or second type is parallel resistors in parallel now what to do in this parallel combination in the first combination you have done a connection of resistors end to end but in a parallel you are not going to connect it end to end you are going to connect it one above another means like a floor like a building first we build a ground floor then first floor second floor and all we connect them together with two side walls so like this we are going to keep one resistance upon another resistance in such a way okay and we are going to combine or we are going to take all the points from each resistor and we are going to yes huh, have a common point from all the resistors and we will connect them with the battery okay so resistors in parallel is the combination in which resistors are arranged one upon another okay in this arrangement the ends of the resistance are combined together means if they, we can assume as a two points of a resistors okay one let us assume to left and another let us assume to right okay so what we are going to see that when we arrange them in parallel so each left point each resistors left point we will combine together at the left and each right side of the resistor combination resistor we are going to combine together and then we are going to apply it to battery now listen what happens in this parallel combination in this parallel combination first thing happens here is voltage across each resistor is same and equal to applied voltage so here we can see that in parallel voltage is same voltage across each resistor remains same okay second point total current is equal to sum of current through individual resistance that means here current divides in parallel current divides okay across each section the current divides and we can calculate a total current by adding this current through the individual resistance next what happens with the resistance so in the parallel combination resistance decreases because here we have to take a reciprocal okay so how the effective resistance can be uh, calculated by taking a reciprocal so you can write a formula like if there are two resistors connected together then we can write 1 by rp rp represents parallel combination so 1 by rp is equals to 1 by r1 plus 1 by r2 and if you put the value and if you try to calculate it you will get the answer 
which is which will be decrease means effective resistance value will be decrease so here in the parallel combination three things happens voltage remains same current get divides resistance decreases okay resistance decreases so if you want to decrease the resistance okay so you can make a parallel combination now you will say sir why for example suppose if you have 25 ohm resistors but you want 2.5 ohm resistance see you have 25 ohm but what we need is not 5 ohm the need is that we want a 2.5 ohm resistance so we will make a parallel combination and in the parallel combination resistance decreases so if you use a formula with the formula 1 by rp is equals to 1 by 5 plus 1 by 5 see two are there so 1 by 5 plus 1 by 5 if you add you will get 2.5 amp ohm what you'll get 2.5 that means resistance is decrease is it clear okay now you will say sir why to make this combination and where we required this combination so here uh already in everyday life we see our domestic circuit our household circuit in that household circuit parallel combination is made okay and generally uh, if you have seen the lightning in diwali the particular uh, lightning which we use that is of series combination where the bulb is attached one after another okay so there are uh, in different different areas we use different different combination okay but for the household circuit we use a parallel combination and one example which i have given that is fairy light that is we use lightning in the diwali that is a series combination now next question is uh ha which one is better which combination is better for use okay so parallel combination is better than series combination actually they both are having their own importance but generally parallel combination has a advantage over series combination what is it first advantage of parallel combination over series combination is in series circuit when one component fails the circuit is broken and none of the co component works means if one component fails other also fails but in parallel if one component get fails then also circuit works so it is advantage of parallel over series okay second point different appliances have different requirement of current this cannot be satisfied in series as current remains same now you can see in our household we use tv refrigerator laptop okay charging point so different different appliances we are using and we know for each and every appliance we need a different different cur current but in a series current is same so we cannot use there a series combination there we will always use a parallel combination okay and one more thing third which is very very important in parallel 
total resistance decreases and if the total resistance decreases we need a less current for working of appliances but in series resistance increases okay so that is the main advantage disadvantage of series circuit resistance increases and if resistance increases we have to have, uh, give a more current but we know that how much uh, what we can say we try to save our electricity we know the importance of electricity if we waste the electricity then what will happen that you know okay so always we try that whatever the appliances are there it should be worked with less current and in that parallel combination has the uh, what we can say plus point over the series combination okay very good now let's start with the next point heating effect of electric current it is also called as joule's law okay what is the next point heating effect of electric current it is also called as a joule's law now what is this law what it explains then let us consider that there is a small wire of length l conducting wire okay now let us assume that the current i is flowing through that wire okay now what you can see when the current i flows through the wire the wire has its own resistance and resistance opposes the current now here when the resistance opposes a current the current try to pass try to uh, flow through the conductor even if resistance opposes and in this clash between the resistance and current the conductor gets heated up and it releases the energy in form of heat okay and when this such thing happens when current flows through the conductor the effect is called as heating effect of electric current which was explained by joule scientist joule again what is the heating effect of electric current see i will read here if an electric current is purely resistive the source of energy continuously get dissipated or dissipated or we can say continuously get uh, released okay in the form of heat from the conductor such effect is known as heating effect of electric current or we can say release of heat in the form of energy when current passes through conductor such phenomena is called as heating effect of electric current okay and it is given by a formula h is equals to i square rt means this heat what is which is releasing out from the wire is directly proportional to square of current is directly proportional to resistance and is directly proportional to time for which the current is allowed to flow through it okay so this is what this is what uh it was about joule's law of heating okay so this where this is used where where this law is used this law is used in electric heater for the working of electric heater yes 
then uh, what we can say geyser electric geyser induction electric induction or uh, our electric press which with we press the clothes so this all are the application of joule's law of heating okay yes now let's study the last point of this topic electricity that is electric power what is power and then uh, what is this si unit then what is the relation between power voltage current then what is commercial unit of electric energy that we will see see uh, electric power before that before starting with the electric power you know that what is power power is nothing but work upon time work done per unit time but here we are going to see electric power so what is electric power the rate at which electric energy is consumed what is electric power the rate at which electric energy is consumed by a appliance okay so you can say electric power is nothing but the ratio of electric energy by time electric energy by time p is equals to e by t okay or you can say power is nothing but the product of voltage into current p is equals to v into i okay electric power once again power electric power is nothing but the rate at which electric energy is consumed or the dissipation in an electric circuit consume or dissipation it can take or it can release okay and the rate at which it consume and release is called electric power the assignment of electric power is watt okay or you can say joule per second now one thing i want to tell you what is 1 watt 1 watt is the product of 1 volt into 1 ampere okay yes and now what is commercial unit of electric energy that is kilowatt hour commercial unit of electrical energy is kilowatt hour and you know what is the relation between kilowatt hour and joule 1 kilowatt hour is is equals to 3.6 into 10 raised to 6 joule so one again once again 1 kilowatt hour is equals to 3.6 into 10 raised to 6 joule and 1 kilowatt hour is also called as a one unit of energy so this this is what the last point we have seen that is electric power so let us just have a small revision what we have seen in this topic in this topic we have started with what is resistance so let's repeat resistance is the property of a conductor to resist the flow of charge passing through it or resistance is the property of a conductor to resist the flow of current through it okay its si unit is ohm 
Next we have seen is rheostat. What is rheostat? It is a variable resistance. It is a component which is used to regulate current without changing the source of voltage. Means with the help of rheostat we can control the amount of current flowing through circuit. Now next point was factor on which resistance depends. First factor is length directly proportional to length resistance is directly proportional to length second factor is cross sectional area which is inversely proportional third factor is temperature which is directly proportional and fourth factor is nature of material okay next point we have seen that was the combination of resistors two combination we have seen series and parallel what happens when we combine the resistors in series first thing resistance increases current remains same voltage gets divided okay so series combination is used to increase the resistance effective resistance okay then next we have seen with the parallel combination in parallel combination we have seen voltage remains same current divides and resistance decreases so the application of the parallel combination is to reduce the resistance effective resistance after that we have seen advantages of parallel combination over series combination first advantage was parallel combination in a parallel combination uh, if one component fails then also circuit remains on okay but in series if one component fails other also circuit breaks it doesn't work second point we know that different appliances have different requirement of current okay which is satisfied by parallel combination not by series total resistance in parallel circuit is decreased but in series it increase so what we want is the total resistance should decrease so we, we we always prefer to use parallel combination next point was heating effect of electric current that is joule's law what is the joule's law he says that the heat is released through the conductor when electric current is allowed to pass through the wire which is having its own resistance value and what he says that whenever the current is allowed to pass through the conductor because of resistance the energy is released in the form of heat and that phenomena is called heating effect of electric current which gives the relation h is equals to i square rt it says that heat is directly proportional to square of current heat is directly proportional to resistance and heat is directly proportional to time okay and the last point was electric power electric power is nothing but the rate at which electric energy is consumed or the rate at which electric energy is released the formula for electric power is power is equals to energy upon time or power is is equals to voltage into current okay si unit of power is watt or joule per second so this was the last point here 
so here we finished all the point we have revised all the point and here i declare that this topic ends okay thank you have a good day bye